Rightio. All right, episode 24 of the Invictus Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking a bit more about fat loss post-lockdown. Hi, everyone. Hi. We've reached our mid-20s. That's exciting. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is. Who would have thought it when we started this back at lockdown 1.0 at the end of March, start of April, that we would have done... 24 episodes. Yeah. And end up with three pod, uh, microphones. Three podcasts. Mm. <laughs> podcasts. I know. No, I did not expect that we'd be a uh, I thought we'd do. I thought we'd do a few, but yeah, I don't know where we'd it's take this. What uh, has it? Uh, <laughs> perfect, So we're just going to have a little bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a powwow about... Mm-hmm. Obviously, a lot of people during this lockdown have. There's a lot of people who've gained oh, weight, oh, and training's la- lapsed, and nutrition's lapsed, and habits yeah. have lapsed. There's a so. lot of ISO weight jokes or memes going on out there. That's for sure. And it's pretty normal. Like people shouldn't feel like I've, I've had a few conversations with some clients of mine who, yes, they're still training. They haven't gain like some of them gain a little bit of weight a lot of them haven't lost weight during it and they're a bit annoyed that they haven't lost any weight because they still trained and i'm like well life's a little bit different now yeah. they've got homeschool the mums are homeschooling so they've got Is to it? juggle that they're working from home so yeah. you know they're just super stressed out so we're going to have a little bit of problems with adherence because we're stressed out we're going to want to oh, emotionally eat yeah structures change alcohol <laughs> alcohol i think's got you know got everyone through good good choice by dan andrews to keep yeah. liquor stores open i think open, yeah. so yeah it's a bit of a funny time and there's going to be a lot of people who knows what's going to happen in the next few weeks a month if return to gym properly is going to happen but yeah, we thought we'd just discuss a little bit about fat loss, give people a few tips, tricks, and yes. education on what they can do post lockdown or like really starting now. Mm. Um, Abs made in the kitchen. They, <laughs> they really are. It's kind of a joke, but it's like, it's so true. Yeah, you, can, you can train as hard as you want, but if you're going home and, you know, nutrition's. Not really in check. Hey, yeah. let's just say those people that I guarantee this is this was me when I was in my mid twenties, like this podcast. Um, me and Bree. <laughs> <laughs> um, I joined the gym. I'd get petrol on the way home, which meant I could get a Snickers because I'd been at the gym. So like, what you you're, ca- you're not allowed yourself. to do that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been at the gym, worked hard, get a yep. Snickers on the way home. So. You know, did you go to the Y? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Well, that's that's for gym. Like you would have started at the Y. I started working out at the Y when I was yeah. like sixteen or whatever. Yeah. Did you start when at the Y? Sixteen. Yeah. I was, well, I well when I started training, like oh, doing yeah, little right. bits of training, I and did. it was very sporadic. Like I would go like a couple of times a month. Yeah. I only started going to the gym after high school because Joss was training at the Y and that was when Joss got into it. Yeah, but right. I only played netball and team sports. I yeah. Never got into you sports. played a fair bit of netball, though. Like you played most 
going to the Y yeah. when I before I was an instructor, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then being so damn annoyed that you'd have to walk through all the stupid netballers who were smoking out the front. I'm yeah, like, why the yeah, fuck are you even <laughs> at a gym? It's a good look. But if it wasn't smoking. the netballers, it was Corfball Friday nights, <laughs> which was it was a busy yeah. time. Oh it was. my god, it was so very much. Social night. It was a place to be. Like <laughs> it strangely, it was a place to be. So much smoking was happening out the front of a gym place. I'm yeah. like, this is weird. Yeah, gross. Different culture, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Well, you had you just had the gym and the the netball and all yeah. the all the indoor sports all at the one location. So you had yeah. all the all the parents and stuff so just out front smoking, yeah. and everyone smoked back then. Yeah. Even half the people who went into the gym smoked back then. Yeah, <laughs> they come out big workouts. <laughs> they really I mean, did. Well, the, the the people that were playing netball, they weren't leaving. No. They're in their netball uniform. Yeah. Netball skirt. Goal attack. On their top, and yeah. then have a bag, go back in. Especially when you're playing netball and you can just smell cigarettes on someone that you, like, like yuck. Yeah. yeah. So. Anyway. Sort of. That was ran off. Yeah, no. it, it, look, it happens every time, yeah. and it's gonna continue to. Um, Anymore. So the, the the problem we really have is we don't have so much of a like a weight loss problem in terms of like in life. We have yeah. a. An inability to keep that weight off. Mm-hmm. So, like, there was the research has shown um, that six out of seven people in a lifetime will lose a significant amount of weight. Really. But basic, but ninety percent of those people, yeah. I think ninety or ninety-five, will put it all back on, and yeah. most of them, and then some. Yeah. Which is pretty scary. Like, yeah, it is. But how many people have you trained or just know in general that are like doing these detoxes or they shred or whatever? That's the problem. And then once the shred finishes, bang. Yeah. They just think, oh yeah, I'll just go back to how I was in life. Because it's not a, a lot of people don't make the lifestyle change. It's, no. It's, they want no, that quick fix, that instant. They don't want to be told that it's a lifestyle change, to be honest. Like, they go, I'm not one of those people. I'm not having a lifestyle change. I'm just... Yeah, it's got like a bit of a negative sort of tone to it. Definitely. Yeah. I want to still be social and I like my life. I don't need a lifestyle change. Mm. Um, Well, you do if your your problem is and your concern is that you're not in shape and you're overweight and you're Mm. unhealthy and blah, blah, blah. Um, But that's the thing. Like people need to, yeah, kind of like change their mindset and identify themselves as being, I am going to be a healthy person. Yeah. I can still do the other things. I can still live a social life and go for a drink, but be a healthy person. I, I think the main thing that most people struggle with is that they like that they don't commit to it, but also they generally try and follow a diet mm. that's all or nothing. Mm. Like think about the amount of people yeah. like, like the detoxes, like keto, paleo, um, whatever you're having a liver, can- liver cleanse, liver whatever cleanse. you want to call it. Liver cleanse. Yeah. But most, most people I'm now vegan. Yeah, well, that's the other thing too. Yeah. Like, they'll go, they'll go all or nothing, and they'll stick to it for yeah. maybe a month if they're lucky. Yeah. They get, they get to that month, and then they're so sick of it, or they're so um, restricted that then they'll go binge. Definitely. Because it takes a lot of discipline to follow like a lot of those fairly restrictive. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. Yeah. Super hard. So I think yeah, my my personal opinion is most people need to find what works for them rather than going oh well, Johnny lost. X amount of weight following paleo, so paleo is the best one. Yeah. Or the five two diet's the new big thing, so five two diet must be the right one. But it's 
like for one person, paleo might be awesome for them because that suits their nutri- like the things their preferences yeah. with food. Someone else keto might suit their preferences. Someone else intermittent fasting might suit their preferences. So it's finding the one that works for you. But also so many variances to all of those diets that work differently for different people. Mm-hmm. So you might have someone who does the intermittent fasting, but they'll only fast uh, 14 hours um, and lose weight. Mm. And they maintain uh, or maintain weight. And then some people will go, I can't do 14 hours. I do 16 hours. Um, and that makes me lose weight. I've tried yeah. 14 hours. 14 hours doesn't work. Yeah. So but everybody's body is different. different. Yeah. So you can't just go do the same thing that, um, you know, Joe down the road does and yeah. expect to have exactly the same results. His lifestyle is different. His stresses are different. Yeah. His... He's not you. You're not the not, it's you're a not holistic the same approach. Yeah, so you're not the yeah. same person. So what works to de-stress me is not going to de-stress Craig. But also, yeah. yeah. But also, if you've got someone who say you follow the exact same meal plan as someone else, mm. let's say someone who was 80 kilos and they need to lose a little bit of weight and they lost five or 10 kilos following yeah. a certain meal plan, and then you have someone who's at a different weight, like. Everyone has individual amount of calories they need to be eating to be in a caloric deficit. So we've got our maintenance, but what is deficit for one person isn't a deficit for someone else. Yeah. Like the main thing that comes down to at the end of the day, no matter what you follow is energy balance. And if all of them are, all paleo, keto, intermittent fasting, all that really is, is a different way to achieve a caloric deficit. Yes. Okay, this is, this is uh, an interesting thing. So a lot of people are doing... Um, calorie counting of mm-hmm. some sort my fitness pal or some kind of thing i'm just going to track i'm going to track my food and I, i'm going to get on track mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um i'm not saying that it, well i love an app i love tracking i love the whole idea of having something to compare to and know like i like i'm like a different sort of person i know that i yeah. like to get on the scales i like to go well i had curry i gained this much weight uh, i had um ice cream and I lost this much weight, whatever, whatever, because everything works yeah. differently for you. Yeah. However, when you put in all this information into my fitness pal or some calorie counting um, app, it also asks you how long do you want it to take to lose that weight? Like yeah, how, that's one of the big problems with How long is your commitment to this? Mm. Which to me says c- commitment to other people is like, oh, I want to lose 10 kilos. A week, in, in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or some unrealistic because yeah. there's no, there's no, um, there's no guidance yeah. to that. Yeah. So when they put those numbers in, regardless of how heavy they are, the deficit is too much. The problem, yeah. Mm. What 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 they really need is that they they really need some sort of um, monitoring as to the maximum you can do is enough to make you lose one percent of body weight per week that should be the absolute max so if you're a 100 kilo person mm-hmm. you should only really be losing about a kilo yeah. a week at yeah. best mm. any more than that's going to be unhealthy and unsustainable for a long-term period of time sure. unless like you know i know nutritionists and dietitians who will prescribe for certain people a bigger caloric deficit for a shorter time period mm. because it suits that person's psychology a little bit better yeah. but that might be we're going to push them into a deeper deficit but we're going to do it for two or three weeks, have a diet break, go again. Not we're going to do this for like 
a month, two months hard. Yeah. It's just not sustainable because people end up doing what? They end up binging. 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 And they've lost a lot of muscle mass in that time when they've been in such a deep caloric deficit. Yeah. So when they binge, they end up building more fat. Yeah. It's, yeah, the binging. It's the metabolic um, rate decreases. And then and then it's the psychology, psychological downfalls of binging that you're now failed. Yeah. You've done this. You're bad. It's terrible. It's You're, you're not winning. You're just a loser. All the stuff well, that, that's all that the thing. Stuff they, happens. They think they've just fucked up, but the real thing is there are hormonal changes in the body when, yeah. when you are starving yourself, your body's telling you that you need food. Mm-hmm. And it's hormonal. Like if you're in that much of a calorie deficit, so like I'm not looking to bash on any of these Insta famous trainers and all that sort of stuff, but the ones who do have like 1200 calorie diets and even less, people are like, I'm a, yeah, exactly what you said. I'm a failure because I haven't been able to stick to this. Yeah. No, you can't stick to it because you've got four weeks in and you've got hormones yelling at you saying, I'm going to eat that donut. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And it would be your, your food of choice virtually that you're kind of just yeah. craving, just needing... And because they're so restrictive too, because they're not just 1200 calorie diets or less. They're usually 1200 calorie diets with like chicken and broccoli. And like, it's not, there's no flexibility in there. And there's no allowance for foods that you enjoy that you don't really want to cut out. And why should you have to? Mm. Well, if you're looking for um, a sustainable change, that is not sustainable. Not at all. Another um, fun fact, not so fun. they did a study on, this was done on rats, and so obviously humans aren't rats, but they're the closest okay. thing that we do have for uh, testing. Not between, monkeys. N- not not <laughs> monkeys, rats. Um, Maybe not lab test on monkeys. I don't know, okay. but no, rat, rats are what they it's find okay. to be the, the, the closest thing to test on for, for humans, and yeah. there's a lot of correlation between them. Yeah. But they did a study where they dieted down rats. So they, they decreased their food, made them lose weight, yeah. Tracked the amount of time it took them to get from a certain weight point to another weight point. Yeah. Then they refed them, so increased their calories, increased their amount of food they had. Yeah. Tracked the amount of time it got them to go back in weight. So the amount of time it took for them to lose weight mm. compared to the amount of time it took them to regain was like half the amount of time to yeah. regain it. Then they repeated this process multiple times. And each time, so from a first weight loss, to the second weight loss, yeah. took twice as long. Yeah. Then from a third weight loss, took about three times as long. Yeah, right. But also, the, that's a creaky door. Um, <laughs> get some WD-40 on that. But, but then the, the, the weight increases as well, decreased in time. So it took longer to lose weight, less time to gain weight each sub- subsequent time. So... Yeah, this whole yo-yo dieting thing can be a real problem. And it can be a real problem for people mentally that when they finally do start doing Mm. the the right thing, whatever that may be, um, that's a little healthier and whatnot, that it's going to take them quite a long period. After yo-yo dieting five, six, seven, ten times, Mm. it's going to take them so long to actually lose that weight. And like I feel like we've all seen it with with clients over time. I've had Uh clients who've yo-yo dieted ridiculously and they'll they'll probably message me after this and go, yeah, you were talking about me, weren't you? Yeah, I feel like you were speaking to me. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much that, wasn't it? But, yeah, so that's a pretty scary, like, really frightening statistic. Yeah. So, yeah, just on lifestyle change, I think you've just got to find, like, a, I don't know, 
to say maintenance, but you've just got to find something that works for you day to day. Like I've I've done, I haven't done like yo-yo dieting or anything like that, but when I've been tracking my food, that was when I started doing like the method stuff. Um, so the method is company, um, Australian company, and they pretty much have like nutrition coaches online and you pay like 40 bucks a week or whatever it is. And then you pretty much, it just gives you something that's, it's accountability. accountability. Yeah. Correct. So you track your food and then you send it to your coach once a week and then they just make little um, changes here and there. And I found that worked for me because that kept me accountable. Whereas accountability. Like if I'm just doing it on, off my own back, counting my own food, I'll probably do it for a week and then I'll pike it. But I've sort of learnt what works for me anyway. But I think working with the method, um, that sort of gave me extra knowledge on what does work for me. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So... Yeah, so I think with fat loss too, a lot of people are under eating. Yeah, they tend to, and yeah. then they binge. Uh, 90% yeah. of the time. Mm. And then they're like, I'm not losing any weight. Yeah. And it's coming off, but it's coming off super, super slow. Yeah, like you're basically yeah. just starving yeah. yeah. your system. I would say, starving your brain. I would like, say under eating, or they think they're under eating mm. because Monday to Friday, they'll be in a calorie deficit yeah. quite a deep one yeah and then they get to the weekend and they eat fucking everything <laughs> like alcohol pizza. maccas pizza yeah. they're like oh, i've done good monday to friday but yeah. then they blow their calories out and eat three thousand calories a saturday and a sunday yeah. and yeah. then they're in then they're in a surplus for a week correct yeah yeah we're not talking about snickers after gym right no, oh. <laughs> nothing, nothing wrong with a cheeky snickers after gym. <laughs> Pop-tarts. They're amazing. I'm on the Pop-Tarts at the moment. They're good. We don't Pop-Tart. Have you ever had a Pop-Tart? Well, like back in 19 diggity. Were they a thing back? I don't know. Yeah, my my younger sisters used to eat them. They used to love them. We chuck them in the in the in the toaster. Yeah. Oh, yum. They're pretty good. I didn't like them. I was like, ugh, blah, blah. You gotta have the smalls. You gotta have the smalls one. Mm. Schmores. It's What's good. in it? Like, I don't know, fake marshmallow stuff? <laughs> Chemicals? Far <laughs> out. They're, they're not a whole food. Um, no. <laughs> I'd love to see them. We're talking about nutrition. Table. But that's another spin. We can talk about, like... Pop-tarts. Well, well what's, the, the thing is, where we, get, where we talk about nutrition is we can yeah. go, what's healthy, what's not? Yeah. And, like, what might be healthy doesn't always necessarily mean weight loss like we have yes. we know people who've followed very 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 strictly to a clean eating plan mm. but they make clean eating fucking cake fat bombs that are just filled with calories <laughs> and there's like a ridiculous amount of calorie for a little protein ball yeah, yeah. It, um uh, no milk no sugar no refined sugar no refined um, sugar. Yeah. gluten-free no dairy no dairy no no, no high fructose corn syrup yeah <laughs> But still, but it's still shit like calories. calories yeah. in one cake. Because that's the thing, like healthy and look, if our if our body is in a healthy state, mm. we're gonna burn calories more optimally. We're gonna have better metabolic processes. But if you're still in a calorie surplus, doesn't mean you're gonna lose weight. And I've had yeah, I've had like good old Instagram online arguments with other people and other, especially other coaches who are like. But if you're in a healthy state, your body will naturally lose weight. No, it fucking won't. If you're in a healthy state and you're eating 3,000 calories and your base amount of calories that you're supposed to eat for maintenance is 2,500, yeah. you're going to gain weight. Sorry. Yeah. Science. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Not sorry. 
No. So, like, that's the thing where it becomes really restrictive because you have some coaches or advocates or gurus, whatever the fuck you want to call them, um, that they'll say, you need to eat this way, you need to cut out gluten, you need to cut out this. And they make it really, really, really restrictive. And that person's all of a sudden had to cut out any foods that they actually enjoy eating and is something that, like, you don't have to cut out good tasting stuff. Like, if you've got enough discipline, have a (laughs) Pop-Tart. Equated, like, how... Good example, Lou. So Lou's trained with us here for a number of years. She trained with me before we had the gym. And on day one, where she first started training, she told me that she's got a hobby winery um, and she was not going to not drink wine. And she expect me not to because I'm not going to. Yeah, and I'm not going to. So she's she's drank wine. I don't know. Like I think she's had she's had many stages where she's cut it back and you know tightened everything a bit more, but. She used to drink wine basically every day. I think she still does have like a, at least a glass of wine most days. Nothing wrong with that. No. Nothing wrong with that because that's something that she really, really enjoys. Yeah. If wine was taken away from her and you said, you can't drink wine, but you need to adhere to this strict diet, blah, 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 blah. She'd do the strict diet for a week and go, fuck you, I'm drinking wine. Yeah. And she'd actually say, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's, the t- that's the thing too. If, you, if that's the thing, one thing that you look forward to at the end of the day, like that's your... I finished the day, I'm having a glass of wine. Yeah. Um, and you actually de-stress, relax, and unwind, yeah. which a lot of people don't actually do. Correct. That is more beneficial. 100%. To your stresses and yeah. your stresses in life yeah. mm-hmm. to getting rid of that glass of wine. And lose, lose from there. She's She maintained wine in her calorie allowance. Yeah. And... She still lost. How, how much weight has Lou lost now, do you reckon, like, since since she started? Probably with, you? Like, with me, at least probably 40, 50 kilos or so. Yeah, wow. Since, since day dot. Like, and since, then since yeah. then progressed on, trained with other coaches, and is now a former – is she current world champion or former? Current? Current. I think she's current world champion in Olympic weightlifting masters. Yeah. So Crazy. she hasn't cut out wine. She still drink wine. She yeah. still lost weight. Yeah. So she still makes weight for her for her weight class. She madness. Still doesn't get rid of wine. Yeah. Getting going to that. Yeah. And she look to her credit, she has tried different things. All, all like she's done. She's um, done just about everything you can imagine. Yeah, and she has cut out wine prior to um, a competition. Mm-hmm. And it actually didn't really work for her because. Her body was used to having a certain amount of wine. Yeah. Actually put her like in a, uh, almost like a detox, which created stress, which created inflammation, yeah. which made it so she couldn't, couldn't get the weight down to make weight for yeah. her category. So it was detrimental to that, wow. that period and didn't help. Yeah. Because it made her really stressed. Wow. So having a really stressed out body and going into competition is... Not ideal. No. Yeah. So we could probably move on to talking a bit more about stress, but before we do so, like top tips for actually losing weight loss, like a lot of like my anecdotal experience, but plus a lot of research tends to show using some method of tracking, whether it be using uh, MyFitnessPal, Chronometer, like an actual app, yeah, or whether it be something more like Precision Nutrition where we're using 
palm sizes. So yeah. palm size of this, thumb size of that. Yeah. Um, they're really worth checking out if you don't follow them. Precision Nutrition, they're really, really good. They've, yeah. they've got some really good tips to help people educational but it's like they speak basic it's not all yeah all it's not all sciencey and blah 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 yeah, yeah a little bit of a little bit of this no equates to this yeah. like it, it's yeah like and a certain plate of, sizes and yeah picture of an apple and then a picture of something bad yeah. and then you're like two apples so to one of these yeah. kind of yep. thing so, so just as a visual so we've got the options there but even even if it's literally just taking a photo of each meal or writing down in your phone in your notes mm. that tends to show or lean towards not just weight loss but effectively being able to maintain that just because yes. we're getting yeah. some sort of data and some sort of accountability whether it be to self or to yeah. a coach so that's put that's one of the main ones yeah i say accountability accountability is, is pretty much key we talk about it all the time and the trackers and all the rest of it but if you're going to do like a like an app like we said at the start just be very wary about the can, time restraints, mm. uh, restraints. So your don't rush it. Do it slow. Yeah. So your calories don't go. Well, if I do this, I am gonna weigh. It's telling me if I keep eating this way, yeah. I am gonna weigh. Um, it won't work. Five kilos it won't lighter work. by the end of the week. Yeah. That's it, it, not. That doesn't happen. Yeah. And then you get into bad cycles and yeah, all the rest of it. So definitely get um, a little bit of help, or even just set sing out and say to us like, hey, I just entered all this stuff into my fitness pal can you have a look over it for yeah. me yeah you look? can make your my fitness pal i don't know about the other apps but you can make it so you can uh, be friends with someone and they can yeah, see your you diary yeah um yep. so we've i've done that before yeah um and so you can see like what did they eat how much did that equate to um and you can see like your gra- graphs mm-hmm. and, it, and it's, yeah. um, of how much weight loss. Yeah, nice little visual. And you get to see the trends and track yeah. that. Mm. One thing to be wary of when you are using these apps is it's much better now because I know my fitness pal never used to. Um, anyone can enter anything on. It's a bit like Wikipedia in that sense. Yes. However, yeah. there are ones that have a tick of approval that have been verified. Yeah. Um, with Chronometer, everything has to be verified to be in the database. So you don't get that, but yeah. there tends to be a smaller database. Yeah. So um, just make sure you're following a tick of approval. The other thing I would say is you don't have to do this all the time, but to start with, weighing your foods. I know you've done this before mm. because it's yeah, really wanting to me yeah yeah sorry tony i know tony's done this before but you can I've definitely done this you, before. you can really 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 misjudge the amount of food you're doing very easily yeah. and throw your calories out like very very quickly yeah. and massively so weigh your foods measure them at the start even if it's just for a few weeks i could put up on this podcast for um you know a visual because michael used to take a photo of my food in the container and he would Weigh the potato, weigh the the protein, mm-hmm. and then um, anything else that was added to it, cheese or yeah. dairy, whatever, whatever. Um, so I could log log it. Yep. Um, what a I reckon. Guy. <laughs> oh, the fucking Michael's amazing. <laughs> he is. He is. You don't, Tony. You don't need to tell us. We know how amazing Michael Lane is, and we love him to bits. Oh, if, look, if, if him and Tony ever parted, I would snatch that man up yeah. real quick. He could cook my meals any day of the week. I'll do whatever. I'm not even joking. <laughs> 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 Cinderella. Oh, 
girl is at home right now. <laughs> 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 True story. Yeah. Anywho, but I would do that. So I would do that for myself. But when he was cooking dinner, so he would do it too. Yeah. So we would have like. And it, of it can be a bit time consuming, but like it's yeah. it's a very good thing oh, to do early on, just to get used to. A lot of people like go, oh, no, I can't, I don't want, it takes so much time to start logging stuff. So if you actually take photos of what they weigh, and then you get quicker at it as you yeah. Keep so you just going. take a photo, take a photo, take a photo, take yeah. a photo. And then you can sit gauge down, it by looking at it down, eventually. Yeah, sit yeah. down, at, sit down at lunchtime when you're eating your lunch. Pop it all in, yeah. and then be like, oh, okay, well I've got this much to eat for dinner. And then Michael send me the photos of dinner, and I'll be like, need a snack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. But. Yeah, that's that that kind of worked for me. So that was yeah. a good method for, and like you said, yeah. uh, very much. Even Michael got to a point where he look at a piece of chicken yeah. or whatever we were cooking and be like, "That's probably not going to be enough." Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I think too when people are doing the weight loss thing, a lot of the time they're not eating a lot uh, enough protein, like just in general. Yeah, they tend to. They yeah. just eat I never everything else. Eat enough protein. Yeah, and protein is like the hardest food stuffs to. I didn't even get. used to drink eat protein. Yeah, Craig, like... Craig used to lose his mind. <laughs> He'd be like, "I don't know, I don't understand." Yeah, like I think protein's got a negative vibe to it too. Like people that are uneducated about nutrition, people think they're like, just going to get massive. Oh, going to get fucking massive eating protein, but no. You need to. Not. You need to be <laughs> having. Joss Huntley, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Joss. <laughs> But I think I think I think I think Joss. If you guys don't if you guys don't know Joss Bree's brother, he's he's a big boy. Um, but Joss Joss didn't just have one protein shake to get that way. Like to gain muscle, it takes years and years of very strict eating and hard training. So it's not just like you're gonna have one protein shake and you're gonna end up with traps like Tony Lane yeah. and arms like Joss Huntley. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So I've had Craig say to me once before, he's had clients who are like, I want to get a bit musclier, but I don't want to be as muscly as Tony. And he's like, that's not going to I'm like, yeah, yeah I've, trust me, I've, I've, I've had that happen a few times. And I'm like, not only will you not train fucking as hard as Tony, but Tony has to eat a fuckload. To, like yeah. it, it took I remember one time when you were I think it was when you first started tracking your food like strictly yeah. tracking your food measuring it weighing all that sort of stuff yeah. it took you like to get to gain like a couple of kilos to go up weight class it took you like a year yeah it took me it took me yeah, ages it took Tony over a year to build like two kilos of extra muscle yeah wow. like nearly, you're not just gonna explode yeah you're nearly 40 you shouldn't be you shouldn't be have that good of metabolism anymore like what is going on but that's the thing like metabolism such a load of shit like people like as I get older my metabolism, metabolism just left yeah, no yeah. you just stopped moving like when you were a child and yeah, you're a like, kid and you run around a lot like think yeah. about think about up until when you're 18 yeah, you're generally yeah. active and walking around everywhere and running yeah. around then you get your license yeah, you get a job everywhere. you start buying Maccas every day oh so my metabolism disappeared yeah. no you just stopped moving and you started eating more yeah. I'm pretty sure my parents wanted to you know it's talked about putting um, the mop on my shoes and I would just clean the floor because I'm just like all over the place all the time mm-hmm. the floor would be so clean <laughs> do you still do that now? pretty much yeah <laughs> <laughs> you taught Michael to do it that's pretty simple. Michael's doing it right now yep yep <laughs> So many people like would be listening to this and be like, what the fuck are they talking about? Inside jokes. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it's a, it's very easy to miss track if you're not weighing yeah. and it, like oh, 100%. Yeah, very like, easy to throw your calories out. You think that the and that's the education part of it. You go like you are um, you are tiny, like you're a small person. You shouldn't need that much food. Like you don't need to eat two thousand calories because you're so small. Well, if right? you're active, you probably do. Um, <laughs> you're educated. If I didn't, if I didn't eat. Like, I was eating, yeah. like, over 2,000 calories, especially mm. when I was running CrossFit, building yeah. stroke. Like, I this was just like, okay, I want to get to, I want to get to this weight. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So, it was just, yeah, I need to be stronger. I cannot weigh this weight and be stronger at CrossFit exactly. because they don't care if you're weighing 50 kilos or if you weigh 70 kilos you're versing the same person Correct. moving the same amount of weight Correct. so what chance do you have when you're yeah. when you're like 50 kilos versing someone who's 70 kilos yeah. correct yeah, that's moving moving that weight over and over and over again exactly and just because they're 70 kilos don't make them fat either yeah exactly. they could muscle be, yeah, yeah exactly mm. so it's yeah it's fueling your body yeah exactly mm. yeah so Oh, one more thing that's kind of popped into my head before we go on to like the stress side of things with eating. Mm-hmm. Um, you always get people saying, how many meals should I eat a day? Should I eat three, four, five, six? Should I have protein shakes here? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? One, of the, one of the best things I got was when um, when Luke Lehman ran, when we did Muscle that's Nerds nice. course, yeah. foundations course. Shout out to Muscle Nerds. They're amazing. Any coaches listening, do their courses because they are the shit. But someone was talking about their client and their client um, didn't like having breakfast. And he's like, how do I get my client to have breakfast? They just hate having breakfast. How do I do that? He goes, why the fuck would you make them have breakfast if they don't like having breakfast? And the person was like, hmm. And he's like, well, you can just make up food later on in the day to make sure they hit their calories. doesn't matter if you have it in one meal, two meals, three meals, five meals. It all comes down to preference. Breakfast isn't like, the most important meal of the day, like everyone says. It's the shit. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to have breakfast, otherwise you won't lose weight because it's going to boost your metabolism. Yeah. Um, sorry, doesn't, doesn't. Metabolism. How's it supposed to start if you don't eat breakfast? Yeah, you don't need to eat breakfast. If you don't enjoy breakfast, don't have it. But the thing that the thing we need to be conscious of is making up that calories, macronutrients later in the day. So it yeah. probably means you're going to have to have a bigger lunch, a bigger dinner. Um doesn't matter like intermittent fasting the whole point of intermittent fasting is shortening our time period yeah. where we eat mm. so we our tend we tend not to have as much we tend not to eat as much in that period yeah like the goal is to still eat your certain amount of calories yeah but because of the shortened time window you're not going to be hungry and like if you've got to eat breakfast lunch and dinner in like four in a four hour time period yeah. you're probably not going to be hungry for any other snacks so that, there's no magic about it. It's not like you intermittent <laughs> fast and I fasted for 18 hours and I just Did l- I see a rabbit four, out of a hat? Four kilos <laughs> fell off me and I pulled this rabbit out of a hat. I'm like, sorry, doesn't happen. So, <laughs> and the whole, like, what's the other one that re- that's really funny? The, um, the Himalayan sea salt in your water with some lemon is going to completely detox and boost your digestive system and blah 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 yeah it might be healthy for you but it's not gonna what's the other thing i don't know herbal life the vinegar diet the apple cider vinegar apple cider vinegar in the morning oh yeah yeah drink that in the morning see 
there are like there's benefits of it, but it's not weight loss. Apple cider vinegar can like like Luke Lehman said in the Muscle Nerds course, they use that for when someone isn't producing doesn't have enough um, acid in their stomach. Then that can be beneficial to help break down and kind of like act as that acid in your stomach. Isn't it like my big fat Greek wedding? If you spray it on your face, you'll get rid of pimples and stuff. I don't know. You you try it first and let me know. <laughs> Tony comes in with like second degree burns on her face. I don't get pimples anymore, guys. Yeah. <laughs> last off four to six. <laughs> can you just try it anyway? Yeah. Just, just splash a bit. Yeah. Um, that episode of vinegar. <laughs> I have thrush. Oh, how did we get there? What? Uh, anyway. <laughs> well, you do with apple cider vinegar in your spare time, Tony. Let's move on. Okay, so let's go back to something before. Now that we're What? <laughs> 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 Watched my big fat Greek wedding. Nah, I haven't watched it. Oh, okay. I don't think I've watched it since it came out. Oh, they use like oh, the. Was it had Windex? Didn't he have Windex? Oh, God. And he sprayed oh, it on everything, but he thought it was. In, oh, anyway, never mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, wow. It's a typical Tony Lane, like progressing onto something much further. <laughs> anyway, let's take oh, it back a notch. So we're talking about. Um, Stress. Me trying to gain weight. Oh yeah, that's right. Weight and gain weight, and mm. I couldn't gain weight, and we needed to eat more and more and more calories. I have been in the situation recently, um, not like during COVID, blah blah blah. Like when I've had to make weight for competitions and stuff, and I wanted to stay at at a certain weight. Um, that I needed to eat more to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wasn't eating enough. I was still walking a lot, being very active, training in my training. Um, we're pretty active while we're training people. I still had to um, track calories to make sure I ate enough to lose weight. Mm-hmm. It yes. wasn't just eating enough to gain weight. It's both. Yeah. 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 I wanted to go back to that. Yeah, no, it's a good one. Um, <laughs> That's a good one. So stress is another one. So when people are super stressed out, there's a there's a whole bunch of things that can happen and we can go into the physiology of it, but it's probably not needed. But one of the most important things that tends to happen when people are super stressed out is they tend to emotionally eat. That's yeah. we binge eat. When we're pointing at me, yeah. 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 me. I was like, yeah. she's like mm, and I thought you were pointing at me. I'm Dad's like, what? what Speaking of stress, my mother's messaging me. No. Oh, 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 yeah. Shout out to her. Got to shout out to. She her. was in earlier today. Um, we told her. We told her we'll talk about her on the podcast. She'll be thrilled to know that was her intro. That's not a great bottle opener, but it'll get there eventually. I'm trying to open beer number two. Um, what oh, with, do you want me to do it? Yes, please. Um, so we're just talking talking about. So um, you need a, an E on the podcast. A what? Huh? Explicit language. Oh, oh I was like, what do you want about? <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> now we're still going. Brit says hi, everyone. Hi. Um, yeah. So, like, stress can be. Okay. Um, that's our therapist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She's also eating right now. Thank you. I reckon you're going to have some more. Stress can be a real doozy. Um, it can cause your body to do lots of funky things as well as just increasing our uh, 
due to hormonal responses, our want for more food. Yeah. So if we're, it's, emotional yeah, eating emotional eating. eating. Like, um, whoops, sorry, I can't. I'm a male. I can't multitask. I can't pour beer and talk at the same time. <laughs> sorry, I should have let Tony pour them. She would, she would have been able to do both. Or Brie, either one of them. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> this was another really good thing. I remember um, Muscle Nerds that, that Luke spoke about. What is that one? Mm, An amb- amber ale. Prancing pony. Amber ale. It's an American amber ale. Delish. Multi, hoppy, caramelly, earthy, and smooth. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, it does. <laughs> smooth. Um, <laughs> I'm the hoppy one, right? <laughs> you are. You are. Not so smooth. Breeze, breeze the earthy one because she likes star signs and those sorts of things. Um, so... One thing, one thing we spoke about a bit uh, when we did do our muscle nerds course was um, when putting someone in calorie deficit and keeping them in a calorie deficit, but not losing weight. Yeah. And then that person doesn't end up losing weight until they actually start dealing with like their mental emotional stresses. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they started dealing with that, weight starts to fall off them. Definitely. That's because like there's physiological reasons why we start becoming what would be insulin resistant. Mm-hmm. That can be a hot fucking thing everyone likes to use as a cop out it's like oh i'm insulin resistant no you're just eating too much but there are like it's like one percent of cases where you might have someone who actually has a genuine insulin resistance yeah we were talking about um this the other day but it was not in it was a different context Mm. with michael and that he there was a bodybuilder that died because he was injecting insulin when he could make insulin yeah, right. To get bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bodybuilders did it. Like, I don't yeah. know. If, there's probably still lots that do do it, but it was a big thing in, uh, I think it was like the, the 80s. Yeah. 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 Um, like sort of post-Arnie post time where you started seeing these guys with like massive bloated looking six packs. Yeah. Looked really weird. Like their stomachs mm-hmm. actually came out. Whereas when mm-hmm. you look at Arnie's day of bodybuilding, they had that really tapered, that sort of V waist. taper. That, yeah. that yeah. waist was very tight. Yeah. Whereas now it's it's a now it's a lot different. Now it's not just like you don't see so much about bloated belly. It's just mm. fucking everyone's just massive, like yeah. ridiculously big. Yeah. But yeah, there's bodybuilding for you. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's a different way to use the insulin. Insulin. But, but yeah, yeah, insulin insulin resistance can be a thing, but it's in like minor amount of cases. But a lot of people like to. Sort of just go, yeah, I'm insulin resistant. That's why I'm not losing so weight. So if you want to know more on stress, we did talk about this. Um, there is previous. another podcast. I can't yeah. remember which one it is. but it was in the early days. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So it was probably when we first five. Yeah. Yeah. You think about and stress means different things to different people. And they're like, I'm not under stress. I'm not under stress. I'm not stressed. Some people just don't. Bullshit. Like stressed, <laughs> like well, I think that's what the name stressed. of the podcast was. Bullshit. Everybody is no. Everybody is stressed. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, but what we're what we're talking about in this context is, mm. you put yourself in a calorie deficit. Mm-hmm. It's a stress on the body. Yeah. Then you go and train. That's a stress on the body. So there's two stresses that you're putting that you're yeah. doing yourself right now, like yeah. to get an ad- adaptation. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah. This is what you want to get, but you're not counting the other stresses that you're having in your life yeah well we've got still 
drinking a lot of wine causing inflammation. That's, that's a stress. That's a stress. You're not sleeping enough. Yeah. That's, that's a stress. stress. You got poor quality sleep. That's a stress. Working. You're fighting with your husband because he's cleaning the grout wrong. That's a stress. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, like, yeah. Poor, <laughs> poor Michael, I know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you said it at the same time, even. We obviously well, spend too much time with each other. Tony, it's two against one, so that means we win. Up, when I get home, I'm going to kick over the bucket that he's cleaning the grout. <laughs> Don't do that to Michael. Don't do that. We love Michael. Um, I can't remember where we were. Stress. Um, but th- so yeah, fighting with your husband because he's he's perfect and oh, yeah. um, and he's not worked. He's, he's not worked in like four days yeah. and he's bored. But genuinely, that's that's like so stress. Excuse me, stress is fine in small bouts. Like mm-hmm. let's say for example, you go to work one day, your boss grinds your gears and. Like that's a stress, yeah. but if, if that happened every single day, then that's chronic stress. If you have one bad night of sleep, that's just a small amount of stress. That's fine. But if you're doing that constantly, chronic stress. Mm. Same thing if you're, you calorie know, if, if, if one day you're in a calorie deficit, but then you're in a calorie deficit for a month, mm. chronic stress. Yeah. So it's not small amounts of stress that we're worried about. It's when it's chronic. Um, and one of the things, like one of the big things, so someone asked uh, a question, I don't know if it was my live thing the other day about, why they're not improving at training and yeah and they're not getting better um and it could be that you're just putting too much stress on your body and that could also mean training too much yeah so for someone if they're already stressed out and then they're adding more and more and more training and what people tend to do when they're not educated is they have to do more you falling asleep um yeah i was actually kind of snorting about how People are like, I need to do more. Yeah. yeah. I'm not doing enough. I'm not, I'm not progressing. I'm not improving. So I have to add an extra training day or I have to add two sessions a day. Mm. Probably the reason you're not getting better isn't because you're not doing enough. It's because you're under recovering. Yeah. So now what's you got two options. You either work on your recovery methods. Mm. Not That doesn't mean having ice baths and hot cold showers. It means getting good sleep, maybe increasing your nutrition, yeah. or you pull back your training. Yeah. And I've had times where I pull back my training and got so much better results out of it. Yeah. From yeah. going from five days to three days. Yeah. And that's worked great because at that time, my lifestyle didn't allow me to spend as much time working on my um, recovery methods recovery. or they just weren't important to me at that time. Yeah. So, or maybe you just reached at a, a level where your body's gone, okay, we've been going along this it's enough. Yeah. You, you mm. either mm. take it down a notch or I'm going to take it down a notch. Yeah. Correct, yeah. So, so and that's, that's when injuries and stuff start to happen exactly. too because if yeah. you're not, you're not, a, reco- you're not a, you may not be progressing, but B, then you're starting to get chronic overuse because yeah. you're not recovering. So when, you, when you're talking about weight loss and trying to fit your training inside of that, you've got to take into account those stresses. Mm-hmm. So like we said, cal- calorie deficit is a stress. Um Sleeping or not sleeping well is a stress. Um, overtraining is a stress. Mm. You got to you got to mm-hmm. take all that into account. So, if for me right now, I'm not competing. Um, I'm really concentrating on my training. Uh, I was going fairly heavy, fairly regularly. Mm. Up my calories because not only do we have a the stress of the business, COVID, um, money 
whatever. Yeah, all the rest, yeah. all the all the, the stresses everyone has right now. Yeah, yeah, everyone's going through. But I'm I'm increasing weight. I'm trying to increase percentages. Mm. Um, it was I had to increase calories. Yeah, because otherwise I wasn't. My body was not going to cope with the load. Yeah. Does it mean that I had to make weight for competition? Mm. I wasn't going to make weight for competition, but that's... That's okay. That's, that's okay. You're, yeah. not, you're not competing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, um, yeah, keeping my body happy Definitely. while, that ha- while that's happening yeah. may mean that you need to add a little bit more calories. Yeah. 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 Um, so you gotta, it depends on what your goal is. So if I was training right now for not competition and not Ollie and I wanted to lose weight, mm. then I would have pulled back the heavy, the heavy loads mm-hmm. and kept my body in a calorie deficit. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been fine. Mm. Yeah. So that should give you guys plenty of information on stress. Um, before we get into like talking about um, stuff we've listened to this week, mm-hmm. the low hanging fruit, like those the big rocks that we've got to help us lose weight and help someone else lose weight right now, if this podcast kind of seems like we're speaking to them, mm-hmm. um, what are they? So we've got tracking in some form or another. Doesn't yep. have to be using an app. Doesn't have to be using an app. Give them one, Tony. Um, accountability. That was mine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'll pick another. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Some sort of accountability for sure. Yeah, and even if it's um, take a photo. Yeah. Send it to send it to somebody else who's on the on a similar journey. They can take a photo, send it to each other. Tell you a funny story. No, I'll tell you after. Um, (laughs) But it keeps keeps you then like you're gonna let that person down. Whatever we've talked about. Accountability is everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's an option. Go to right now, and especially with all the stress of everybody's lives and not being able to get out, and yeah. all the rest, stage three, stage four, I don't know what's happening, Sunday, I don't know. Um, is small goals weekly, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, set yourself a little goal, S- small goals, mate. Don't like aim small to goals. Be too soon. Like, I am not gonna happen. eat chocolate for this week, yeah, not. Not for three Ever. months. Yeah. Like yeah. very small goals. They don't yeah. have to be much. Especially yeah. if you, especially if you're starting from like like the very, very start. You yeah. haven't done this before, or yeah. at least you haven't done it for a while. Yeah. Make it don't go, I'm gonna lose X amount of weight a week, I'm gonna eat a hundred percent perfect. Yeah. Make it not so on cruises on the weekend. Yeah. That's probably gonna help. because um, you'll vomit it all back up. And and the pizza you ate too. Um But make it so, so, so stupidly easy when you're first starting that there is, it's almost harder to fail. Exactly. It's realistic. Yeah, realistic. Realistic. Keep it real. Don't go, I'm due for a period this week, so we're not going to eat chocolate. Because, you know, that's not going to be a thing. Like, if that's your thing, don't make it that. Make it simple. I'm going to have an extra glass of water a day. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty easy. And then you're like, yeah. people are like, that's not enough. I'm not going to lose yeah. weight. But nah. the, the little goals lead to bigger goals. Definitely. It's all about trying to... to build a bit of momentum. Yeah. And make make sure it's somewhat specific. Um, just going, I'm going to be healthier. I'm going to eat less. Or like, you have to exactly. quantify it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. One glass of water extra a day is actually like, it's exactly It's what a glass of water. Yeah. yeah. It's very, I'm going to have broccoli for breakfast 
Uh, have you yeah. seen that Boring. meme where the cat looks at the broccoli and then goes, Bleh. <laughs> have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. That's you funny. Yeah, yeah, but that actually is pretty funny. Um, anyway, and take give, into account that momentum turns into a habit as well. So if you, for example, I'm going to drink one more glass of water a day, that will keep happening. And you can increase it to two. So it's just about changing little habits. As Tiny well. little habits. You know, going for a walk. If you're stuck at home working, get up a little bit earlier. Go for a walk. Well, that's a big one I was going to say next. Yeah. Just making, we've done this in the gym. We spoke about it on the last mm. few podcasts. Make sure you're getting some steps because right yeah. now, most people are working from home. Yeah. So make sure you go for a walk. One funny thing, like if you bring this back to pre-COVID time, yeah. like a lot of female clients that I train, generally men tend to lose weight quicker anyway, but mm. a lot of, a lot of, I know, I know, but a lot of female clients I train, they'll complain about their husband loses weight so quick when they start dieting. Yes, men will lose weight quicker if it's equated equally. Yeah. But a lot of these women's husbands are tradies or laborers. Like yeah. they're doing physical work every day. single day. Yeah. So they would hit their, they would hit like 10,000 steps easy. Yeah, like definitely. they would do that by lunchtime, most of them. Uh, whereas a lot of the females who I train tend to be office workers. Yeah. So they're sitting down all day. So it isn't like, yes, men will lose weight quicker, yeah. but it isn't necessarily that the woman is just not losing because she's, like, she's just not moving as much. Yeah. So we need to think about being active, get up, move around. If you're working from home, try and get up every hour and whether it be walk around your house or if you've got a small block, like walk around your block. But yeah. weather's nice now on the most part. It's it been is. pretty good this last yeah. week. So try and get out and do a bit of a walk. Try and make sure you're hitting, if you can track, we've spoken about tracking, 7,000, 10,000 yeah. steps a day. Our members have been doing it for the last couple, like yeah. month and a bit now. So, so don't go crazy. Don't go And don't make I'm, it too hard. Don't yeah. go from zero to yeah. ten thousand. Go zero to three thousand. Yeah. Yeah, don't go I'm doing twenty thousand steps every day. Every day. Because you're not gonna I'm, do it. Not, I wouldn't do that. It's not it's, it's not it's not sustainable. Um it's just it's not sustainable. And just make it simple. A, make yeah. it simple. Small goals. Um, what else have we got? So we did tracking, we did accountability. If you get okay, back to accountability, if, yeah. if you can, like, I think that most people, like we've all had coaches in our time. Um, you've still got a coach now. If you can afford to hire a coach, hire a coach because they're going to be able to troubleshoot a lot of this stuff for you if you're struggling and hold you accountable. But also, yeah. you know, like friends, awesome. But if you've got some, if you got, if you got the financial ability to be able to hire a coach, a coach will call you out on your shit. And go. Yeah. Let's, let's say your friend. Your friend probably won't do that unless you've got a really fucking good friend. Yeah. Uh, yeah let's just say you, you're not going to pick the friend who is doing this for the seventeenth time, and you know, you know that you know they possibly aren't going to say anything. Like, yeah, I had that. I had a peanut butter sandwich too. Like, they're yeah. not going to say anything. You've got to pick someone who's going to go. Well, that was shit. This is how you need to change. Yeah. yeah. Why did you do yeah. that? Yeah. Or, and we're not going to, the thing with a coach, a good coach, at least anyway, like we said last week, they're not going to shame you about it. They'll just, yeah. they'll just find, they'll hold you accountable and, yeah. but they'll find out why you did it. Yeah. Because it's not always, like we said before, if you're in too much of a calorie deficit, you didn't fuck up. Your hormones were just saying, I need some food. Yeah. So sometimes it could be that. Sometimes it could be you had an emotional event, a really stressful event happen, and you emotionally ate. Okay, cool. What triggers are causing that? Let's make sure we're aware of those triggers when they occur. But yeah, you can change something when you know that you're doing it and someone's called you out and said, mm. and said this is, you're not stupid. This is not, plenty of people do this. It's not, you 
let's just work out why and then give you a give you a goal or a mm-hmm. uh, uh, some kind of problem solved to how you can change that. Yeah. Once you know you're doing something like this, mm. then you know how to change it. I tell you one. I tell you the funniest little trick that I kind of worked out, which sounded sounds really strange. Like, um, I'm 46 <laughs> years old. Doesn't include apple cider vinegar, no. does it? <laughs> no. <laughs> but. How many times do you go to a birthday and you'd be like, I'll start dieting after the birthday because we've got birthday cake. Mm-hmm. I can't say no because we're having birthday cake and we're going there for cake and coffee. You've got to have cake, mm-hmm. right? How many times does that happen? Okay. I know, right? But you're 40 years old. You can buy a piece of cake whenever the fuck you want. Why do you need to eat it when it's your birthday or yeah. someone's birthday, right? So you can say no yeah. when you're in a social situation because you're old enough to buy cake whenever you want. Mm. It's not like your mum said no, mm. right? And you're just going to sneak a bit of cake anyway. You're an adult. You're an adult. Make adult you decisions. You can actually buy a cake that you actually want to eat. Not the flavour of the cake of the birthday person's choice. You can have cake whenever you want. <laughs> you don't have to have it. That's actually really good. That's a really good point. True. Mm. Truth bomb. So that, that, that was one of the things that, like, went on my journey, like, of my journey to... Mm. To where I'm at right now was the thing that I kind of I didn't get told this I kind of just worked it out myself like I like connoisseur ice cream with the almonds in it yeah, yeah. I don't gonna have um, if the whole family's having apple pie and custard if you don't like I, that don't you yeah I can buy it and cook it whenever I want I'm the mum I can do this like I yeah. don't have to have it because well I think one thing around that's not not caring so much about what other people think and other mm. people's perceptions because obviously you're going to get some people who are going to be like, oh, stop being, you know, like oh. one of those fit training people yeah. and oh just eat God. the cake. Like, just relax. You can you can relax for a second. Don't oh, care. The cake's not going to kill you. Yeah, stop. Yeah, you hear that one all the time. Stop <laughs> oh, caring about what other people think yeah. and just you go, no. many times that's happened to me? Like, go past me with it and they're handing out cake and they're like, oh, you wouldn't eat this. Anyway. Yeah. And then I didn't get offered the cake. because That's I'm too a, unhealthy for you. Yeah. You would yeah. never have this. Yeah. And I'm like, I like that. Yeah. 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 No, so, I have to hold up the perception that I'm really fit and I really don't want it. But yeah. I, that's my favorite cake in the yeah. world. But also, if, if, if you listen to this, like when someone else around you is trying to diet, mm. don't shame them. Like let them... If, if that's their journey and that's what they're doing at the moment, let them. Let them yeah. let them eat cake when they want to eat cake and let them not when they don't want to. Definitely. Don't shame someone if they're on a journey and they're if if they're doing a fat loss challenge and then they're gonna I have cake you at a birthday. Meant to eat that. Yeah. That's not helpful. That's not helpful at all. Yeah. So yeah, shame's shame's yeah. a terrible thing to do. Like if you're if you're a friend shaming another friend, like you're not really a friend. You're a dickhead. Yeah, call yeah. them out on their bullshit, but don't shame them about it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't make them feel like shit. Yeah. So that should give they you... They probably feel like shit already from yeah. making that choice. Yeah. Mm. Like, you don't yeah. need to reverberate that mm. that thing that they're saying in their head yeah. already to themselves because that's not helping them move forward. So that should give you guys plenty, plenty to work with. Um, Please don't try apple cider vinegar. <laughs> on your private parts <laughs> on anything other than your salad <laughs> <laughs> bloody hell <laughs> maybe we need a disclaimer on mm, this I know I know <laughs> I think so. The key key takeaway is don't don't be. Probably shared a beer. Like it's not. A... <laughs> 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 I 
don't don't be like the rats that we spoke about in my challenge for dieted and went up and down and yo-yoed and yo-yoed and yo-yoed because the more you yo-yo the harder it's going to get and the quicker you're going to gain weight and the slower you're going to lose weight so please bear that in mind with whatever you're going to do and don't just follow some stupid diet because karen on facebook (laughs) fucking group is doing it or whatever can i just say can i just say that most um, especially, especially these social media uh, influencers. Um, they don't even do the thing. They, they get paid to say they, get, they do. They get paid for this, and their photos are photoshopped. There's, if you, there is not one photo would be one photo that no. is true to form. So please don't think that your favourite influencer is doing exactly the right things because nine times out of ten they're getting paid to endorse certain things correct yeah um all righty i reckon that's plenty of information information i spoke away from the microphone yeah we've got um God, we love a chat, don't we? Let's go. Let's 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 go through a, a, a podcast or we something. Chat. Yeah, okay, we do. I'll go first. Um, Otherwise, so. you won't even get a go. Yeah, if Tony goes before you, you won't have a chance. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Fuckers. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. So I follow Miley Cyrus on Instagram because I'm a secret fan. I actually do really like it. But she is on the new Joe Rogan podcast. Um, I'm going to listen to this. Ooh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, so it goes for about oh, two and a half hours. I'm, She's been on a few lately. She was on another big one the other week. Oh, really? Yeah, just talking about her whole life and stuff. Yeah. The same sort of thing. So this is... um, um So she talks about um, when she was two years old... She was on the back of a motorbike that her dad was riding and there was a tree branch coming toward... Well, the tree had sort of fallen and her dad ducked, but she didn't and she smacked her head. And um, she's been doing a lot of uh, rehab and therapy um, just based on, like, her childhood and what she's going through. Like, she just went through a massive public divorce. Um, She's just been through another breakup, yada, yada, and she's... You know, she's the one and only Miley Cyrus of the world. Like, she's incredibly famous. Um, so she talks about how her brain is quite overactive in certain parts. And um, it's a very in-depth interview, as all Joe Rogan mm. ones usually are. It's super interesting. She is a very intelligent girl, and she's mm-hmm. very in touch with how she is as a person. And she still brings herself down to real life because she'll walk into a room and she knows what people are thinking about her. She conforms to what she thinks she needs to be, but she still wants to be super true to herself. And I think she's also trying to change the persona that people perceive her as. Yeah, well, she's well, she's had a rough, you know, like yeah, she's, she's grown up in the limelight. She smoked shrooms, uh, smoked weed, sorry, and was taking shrooms at the age of 17, like dabbled with a lot of drugs, psychedelics. Um, she's been sober since... I think it was the end of last year she said um and she was talking about veganism like mm-hmm. um she dabbled with like different diets and stuff as well uh she kind of sounds like she just was lost looking for an identity yeah, not knowing who so. she yeah well yeah, she was given an identity basically. she was given hannah montana and then she broke free from that and then she was seen as the girl came, came in came you know, in get a wrecking, off ball. wrecking ball yeah but she's trying to change that again too so i would get onto that I yeah that sounds cool it, but it's really really interesting go on tony oh i'm on it see biting at the bit ready okay. to go 
So shout out, <laughs> shout out to my lifting buddy, Monica. She um, got me on to an ABC podcast. When she told me she listened to it at first, I didn't really want to because I felt like if I started listening to ABC, it meant that I was really old. (laughs) (laughs) True, right? I only listen to talkback radio. No. (laughs) That's actually not true. Um, So it took me a bit to listen to it, but I did exactly what she did. And she said to me, she just binged it. Like it's hard hitting it's called ladies we need to talk if you have not heard of, or if you have heard of this before and you haven't listened to it because of the same reasons as me you should listen to it um it, it's very uh, it's different to what we've been talking about listening to in some ways but not because you know it hits some very hard truths about some very interesting top topics obviously it's mm. saying ladies we need to talk and it does talk about um, things from a woman's perspective, um, uh, but does hit a lot of um, stereotypical things that we've yeah. been talking about, like little boys, little girls don't cry, you know, boys don't cry, little yeah. girls, mm. you know, it's okay. It, it, it goes into that kind of stuff. I really want to click on it, but I don't want it to play. <laughs> um, and it just jumps around from... Um, yeah, it sounds like a really interesting sort of series. Yeah, so it jumps. It does yeah. jump around a lot. Like you can one minute be listening to a podcast about emotional abuse, and it has like a warning on there that might trigger yeah. um, feelings that you had as a as a teenager or stuff that you've gone through that you didn't deal with. Yeah. And then then there's another one um, talking about propping up your partner, and that also is like it was a really deep one where um, when you've got like a the mental health where we talked about with guys mm. and when your partner is the the worker the one that brings home the breadwinner the protector of the family yeah. goes through mental health yeah how we as women deal with that and what we can do and how how to support them and yeah, yeah. how to support them because cool. it's not our no, it's not not our like our nurture role yes yeah. but it's um it it goes into that because there's a lot of talk about men's health and a lot of men are opening up which is absolutely fantastic Amazing. yeah um and that was the only one that actually has ever had a, a man in it um you know there's stuff about your vagina in there as well i'm not gonna lie like there is posts posts about that and the funny thing is like i just said the word vagina right and mm. Bree straight away was like hands over her face we were talking about thrush and she looks i know <laughs> Looks looks at the ground and it was and it's very much about that. It's yeah. about the taboo of talking it is about it. Like penises yeah. are allowed to be waved around in the air, but you can't talk. So you do it again. You can't say the word penis, 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 vagina, vagina, vagina. No, Bree's going bright red. But uh huh. Yeah, let's we'll say that. The reason why I love this is it's because it's actually true. It's so well, true. Well, pe- people don't like talking about that stuff, and people get weird about talking about sex and about talking about whatever. Yeah. Anything that's like taboo like that around sex, people get so weirded out yeah. by. It's, it was really interesting. It's very interesting because the, the, this particular podcast was like draw an atomically correct penis and. Is there, is there such a thing? They just no. Well, they just <laughs> well they just like to have the right parts. 
right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do it not, for not, female, not just like no idea. Yes, now draw a we vagina. Know, we wouldn't and even know how many holes there are, probably. Exactly. Yeah. And then no one knew how to draw one. Yeah. They just did not know. Yeah, I listened to this on another podcast during the week, and they were talking about how they'd asked certain males in their life, and the males were like, oh, 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 I don't know. I mean, it does <laughs> go deep. Like, this one goes yeah. deep into... Um, you should look at it and all this kind of stuff, which I was like, whoa, I'm just training. I don't think this is appropriate podcast for right now. <laughs> However, it's very interesting. So um, if, you, if you're if interested in looking at, um, not looking at, different kinds of podcasts, there was the yeah. one that drew me in to start these was... Um, what did I, t- oh, I got to find it. Go, Craig. No, I see. I told you. You know what? I'll go to speak and then she'll cut me off and go back to it like she did to you last week. We'll let Tony out of the 10 minutes of podcast. That's so mean. Anyway. If it's a Tony, come on. Tony. Tony. Anyway, I listened to, I listened, I binged. They, 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 I know. They're, they're like 30 minutes episodes are very easy to listen to quick to digest they're very, they're very quick um some did leave me feeling a little bit emotionally raw and yeah. i um Definitely. then i had to pick like a, listening to them um because i was just like oh that was too much that was way too much okay yeah. the one that i listened to first was so- solving the mental Tony, load talk to your microphone you're talking next to it i was looking at my phone <laughs> so, <laughs> solving the mental load um it was about how women multitask and take on roles that they don't need to mm. in um, their partnership. So the wife will make sure the, everybody's got a present, the wish, washing's done. Oh, we've talked about yes, We talked about this during the week, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and all this other stuff. And the guy goes, gotta go to work, see ya. Bye. And doesn't, yeah, doesn't, doesn't have, it just doesn't take on yeah. any of those roles. And they don't do it intentionally. Mm. It's just, and then the woman just naturally does it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. that kind of stuff. It's one of those things I've seen dad do that growing up and then it's just like continually gone, yeah. which, yeah, it's a load of shit. Oh, and, and then you get like someone like Michael who is cooking dinner and they're like, you're guy. so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 18 years of cooking dinner. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so I listened to that. Thank you, Monica. I'm I have not. Yeah, I'm gonna have to listen. To that I'm gonna keep lis- really listening to that. Uh, and what else did I listen to? But wait, there's, there's more. more. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are, you, are, you, are you done? I actually, listened to a lot this week. I'm not gonna keep on going on. This is round two. This is what we said about. <laughs> she can't help it. <laughs> well, Craig told me to listen to these ones. I listened to Oprah Winfrey ones on oh. different people. So I listened to JT. I listened to. They were very good. Um, uh, the Rock, and I listened to Jay Z. Yeah, don't get like people. I think would hear it and go Oprah because I, I I searched for I specifically searched for podcasts with mm. uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson because I think he's just an yeah. absolute legend. Yeah. But the only one I could find was with with Oprah, with Oprah. Um, and I was a bit hesitant. But I was like, oh, it's The Rock. Like, surely it would be okay. You don't have Oprah talking. It's like she's put together this podcast, and it's more of a monologue. So it's whoever's the guest. It's just them speaking. That's cool. So it's like they've been given either she's asked them and Excellent she's been questions. cut out, cut out, or oh, they've had okay. a written list of questions that they've read she through. Masterclass. Masterclass. Master, there's two. There's masterclass and there's another one, but they're pretty much the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, just started this podcast. Masterclass is new. The other one's been going for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Pretty. Ooh. Pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, that was good. Um. Is it? Can I go now? 
<laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, are you sure? Like I like this. Yeah. Are you sure? I've, I've done... <laughs> <laughs> I've done a lot of reading this week, not not quite as much um, podcast listening to and quite a bit of audiobook listening to, but because uh, we knew what we were going to speak about this mm-hmm. week, we planned this at the start of the week, I wanted to go through one of my favorite podcasts regarding nutrition that yeah. I've ever listened to. I went through that again. Thanks so for heads up. It's, it's a long one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. to listen to it. Well, I, I did. I did say to you. I, what did I say? I said. I said. Listen. Listen. Or, or write down some Gross. notes about some stuff. You did so well. But we we weren't we weren't doing a podcast on this podcast. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So I just read through some old notes that I'd taken, and I just said do some research and write some stuff down. You did. I'm listening to this. But you can listen to. You can listen. You can listen to this one now if you want, okay, Tony. Thanks. I'm sorry you felt left out. <laughs> Um. <laughs> I'm so red. I don't know if I'm still embarrassed or flushed from laughing. Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like, it's, it's like pressing a button to oh, just make her no. cheeks go red. Oh, no, it's yeah. still really hot. Can anyway, I? Can I? Can I? Can I speak now? Yeah, you get to go. Thanks, guys. You're the best. Um, so uh, it's it's a Joe Rogan one again, like uh, like Brie mentioned with Miley Cyrus, and this one's really good. Uh, it's got a I've mentioned it before actually. It's got a guy called Lane Norton, and he's debating with a guy called Dominic uh, Digastino, and they're basically debating. They talk a lot about nutrition, but the debates uh, high carb, low fat versus oh, yeah. the other. So basically, keto versus non keto, and one of them's debating for keto. He's a very big ketogenic diet advocate, and yeah. Lane Norton's kind of just more of a no bullshit. Uh, these are the guys essentially who do all the research, and they're providing it firsthand, and then yeah. sort of we get the research from these guys. Like they okay. both they both work in research, nutritional research. That was my next question. Is that their job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's just super interesting because they. They talk about the pros of each one, yeah, cool. cons. They bust some myths, and it's not it's not a debate in terms of like. They don't fight over it. Nah, it's not like a political debate. It's yeah. they're actually friends. They've trained together many times in the past. They yeah. get along really well, so it's more of a discussion. If they disagree on some things, they agree on mm. probably more things. Um, but yeah, it's cool. it's just a really really interesting podcast. They talk one thing that was really cool about it that if people were still not sure of what's better, high carb, mm. uh, low fat, high fat, low carb, um, Lane talks about a meta analysis. So, uh, I guess a study of multiple studies of the difference between low fat, low and low carb, and when calories are equated. So, they've compiled a whole bunch of different studies that have done this over years, yeah. put them all together. Turns out, no difference. When calories are equated, doesn't matter if you have more fat or yeah. more carbs. Yeah. If calories are equal, you're going to lose weight. Yeah. So a lot of it kind of just comes back to energy balance, like we said today, is really everything. There are like other factors, but most of them aren't quite as important. At the end of the day, if you're in a calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight. Yeah. So that's like people listening to what we've spoke about, and if they're like, oh, that was like that was quite interesting. I yeah. took a bit from that. I would recommend listening to this one. Yeah, you'll probably get lost at some parts. These are the guys who do the research. So there's times where they're going to talk in like language that you're going to be like, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. Um, like they try and dumb it down like because yeah. Joe Rogan's there too. So Joe Rogan will kind of pull them back at certain times and be like, yeah. what do you mean by this? What does that mean? And they'll dull it down. Yeah. Uh, it's a long one. It's three hours. Oh, so yeah. if, they do long podcasts. 
Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Some some of them are like yeah. I think I think there's some that are about three three and a half four hours. I don't. I try not to listen to too many of them ones. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like it's like a week's worth of listening to a podcast. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Miley Cyrus is like two hours and twenty minutes or something. Yeah. It's a long time. Yeah, they're long talks, but. Mm. You yeah. get a lot out of them. Like I was saying to Tony, you actually feel physically and mentally sort of drained after you. Oh well, especially something so like Miley Cyrus. Like yeah. when, when people are talking about like all the feels and stuff. Yeah. Um. Those ones are super draining. Yeah, like even those thirty-minute ones, and you're just like, yeah, wow, I've definitely been in one of those relationships. Yeah, when things, yeah. when it's things that are relatable, hundred yeah, percent, deep down. Um, Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, you I think got I was. Yeah, I hope so, so too. Um, like, share, subscribe, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Um, not last week's one. The one before was our most listened to one yet. In terms of podcasts that we've done that are probably the most useful, I would say from a nutrition, from a weight loss point of view, that is relevant right now, probably for a lot of people. Yeah. This one's going to be huge. If yeah. yeah, if you've made it this far through, you should have taken some gems out of this. Uh, listen to it again, maybe because there's a bit, there's a fair bit of stuff in this yeah. that we spoke about. So you might need to go back and listen to certain parts and the tips and tricks and all that sort of stuff. Uh-huh. Take some take some notes if you go through it again, probably. Once um, you get to the word vagina, you might just be like, oh my God. She's, <laughs> she's, she's, she's done it again. <laughs> Maybe go into, when you when you see Brie, just go, hi Brie, vagina. See what happens. We're going to, yeah, we're going to. Go in your house and see what happens. My house is very liberal. Like, my house is very liberal. I'm pretty sure the kids say stuff to me that I don't want to hear them say. Um, especially like that rap dance. Like, oh, like I'm pretty sure the they no, no, I don't know, oh. no. no. Imagine Brie watching the video. She'll be read the whole time. Don't get telling Tony to watch it. They sing it. Like, the whole of them, all of them, even their boyfriends sing it. And I'm just like, can you stop saying that word? Like, seriously, (laughs) stop saying that word. Anyway, I'd rather them say vagina. (laughs) 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 Thanks for listening. There we go. Yeah, thanks. Hopefully hopefully there's a few of you guys who've made it this far because it is is one of the longer ones we've done. Yeah, so... We hope you enjoyed it. Have a great week. Have a great weekend if you're listening now on a Friday. Stay safe. And we will... Yeah, wear a mask. Don't be a dickhead. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye-bye.